Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyeyi vel mursalin. Muhammedu Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve alihi ve sellem. Teslimen kathiren kathiren. Ama ba'du, my brothers and sisters, sometimes we hear, especially nowadays, people arguing and justifying things which are basically against Islam, against our principles. For example, justifying telling lies in the name of diplomacy, justifying breaking oaths. You give your promise somewhere, you break the promise in the name of political expediency. Justifying allowing what Allah made haram in the countries that are ruled by Muslims. For example, interest-based banking. For example, al- manufacture, production, sale of alcohol and tobacco. For example, gambling. All are legal. Right? In Muslim countries, these are all legal. And they are justified. And usually, the excuse given, justification given is, uh, you know, times have changed. Several excuses. One, one, times have changed. Another one, and this is a, I'm only repeating what people say. This is not obviously not my position. Uh, they say, well, you know, even the Sahaba differed. Even the Sahaba fought. Even the Sahaba fought wars. So in your misguidance, you want to also drag the Sahaba into it. And they give, they give the line. This is. And then they say, we are not saying the principle has changed. We are saying that what they are doing today, this is justified. Now, this is crazy. You know, it's like saying, well, right is right and wrong is also right. How can that be so? If there are two opposite things, two opposites cannot be the same, no? It's just basic fundamental logic. Two opposites cannot be the same. But they say no. The principle is the same. If the principle is the same, then how can breaking the principle be okay? I mean, my, I'm stupid, so please explain it to me. Now, my point is, and maybe I, I mean, I won't do it in one session, maybe over the next two, two three days, because this is a long thing. First and foremost, we have to understand and remember and constantly remind ourselves that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us into this world for a reason, for a purpose. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us into this world for a purpose. Allah, Allah did not send us accidentally by mistake, just like that. Allah sent us for a purpose. There is a reason. And what is that reason? That reason is to teach the world how to live their lives in such a way that there is goodness for everyone who comes into contact with them. Goodness for Muslims, goodness for non-Muslims, goodness for animals, goodness for birds, goodness for the environment, goodness for the rivers, waters, air, everything. 
This is what Islam promises. Islam promises a system which is good for everyone, even those who do not follow Islam. Right? Allah did not send us to learn from others. I'm talking about system. I mean, not, I'm not talking about learning science and technology. All this, of course, is learnable. I'm, I'm talking about the way of life, what we know as deen. Allah did not send us to learn that from anybody. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us. The deen of Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us this. Allah said, this is the biggest ni'mah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Laqad manna allahu ala, ala al-bu'mineena idh ba'asa fihim rasoolam min anfusihim yatlu alayhim ayatihi wa yuzakkihim wa yu'allimuhu al-kitaba wal-hikmah wa in kanu min qablu lafi dhalali mubin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Verily and truly Allah has conferred a great blessing. Allah has blessed the believers. That he has sent among them a messenger from among themselves. The messenger is one of them. To yatru alayhim ayatihi. To recite for him the ayat of Allah. Recite for them the ayat of Allah. To recite the revelation. To tell them what Allah is saying. him To purify them internal and external. Tazkiyatul nafs wa tarbiyatul akhlaq. Prepare them to receive this kalam of Allah. Yatlu alayhim ayatihi wa yuzakihim wa yu'allimuhum al-kitab and to teach them the book wal-hikmah and to teach them wisdom which is to teach them how to apply what they have been taught and then Allah reiterated and said wa in kanu min qablu lafi dhalali mubin and before this truly they were misguided. Dhalali mubin, clear misguidance. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I have sent a system, I have sent a teacher to teach you that system. Learn the system from who? From Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Not from Harvard, not from Cambridge, not from Oxford, not from the United Nations, not from anybody. From Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Learn the system from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and then teach that system to the whole world. And when you teach that system to the whole world, what will happen? the world will become a very beautiful place. And how do you teach? You teach by applying. In the purview of your own authority. If you are an individual, single person, then you apply it on yourself, you apply it in your family. If you own a business, you apply it in the business. If you are a manager, you apply it in your team. If you are, a, if you are running a great corporate organization, you apply it in, the, in, the, in your global organization. If you are the ruler of a country, you apply it in the country. Whatever you are, you apply this beautiful system in the purview of your authority. This is your job. Right? Your job is not to learn from somebody else. Your job is to learn from Muhammad He is our teacher. Not anybody else. And apply it in the purview of your authority. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is witness. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not only send this kitab and the Rasul. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also sent a generation of people who actually practice this. And prove that this is doable. Right? The first generation of the Sahaba, they actually lived this. In the life of Nabi until almost 30 years after he passed away. 
at the end of that in the towards the end of the khilafa of Uthman ibn Affan radhiyallahu the fitna started and then things sort of went down the drain but until then now the reason i'm saying this is that for to prove you know we have in the corporate world we talk in consulting we talk about proof of concept right we say we run a pilot program uh, for proof of concept and then we prove it and then we take it across the world in the whole organization for proof of concept we establish all that is necessary is for the thing to work one time if it works one time it means it can be done i don't have to make it work 1 million times if i can make it work one time it means it can be done after that it's a matter of implementing so this system of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam which is the system of allah subhanahu wa taala called islam is a practical system it is doable is it possible to run a country is it possible to run a family on the principle of justice yes is it pro- is it possible to live your life without telling lies yes is it possible to live your life with integrity without deceiving anybody and and taking away somebody else's right yes is it possible to run a country on the basis of justice yes equal justice for everybody is it possible yes it is possible is it possible for the ruler to apply a law unto himself to say that i will not even put on a new shirt because i am afraid of allah subhanahu wa taala's uh, accountability is it possible for this yes is it possible is it possible to run a system without interest based banking yes and we are not talking about a small you know some some tea shop we are talking about a global business a global system which traded across three uh, across three empires the roman empire the persian empire and the arabs in between we talk about multi billion dollar transactions in in our today's modern language is it possible to do that without borrowing and paying interest yes everything is proven so now nobody can turn around and say you know what times have changed how have times changed tell me times have the only people who will buy that argument times have changed are people who do not understand history you can't sell it to me no way i majored in history and political science and no one is going to sell me that thing because i know what happened times have not changed and times can never change because what the system that muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam brought is a system which is good for all time it was not good only for the 7th century and then we say well, after that you know everything no 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 and as for conflict and we as i said we'll expand this coming days as for conflict people always point his finger and say you know even the sahaba did this ask one simple question let we are we are not talk we are not criticizing criticizing sahaba here simple question if they had not done that that yes there was a fight there's there were there were battles yes i agree but supposing there had been no battles would that have been better or were the battles better which was better dumb question right because of the battles now we are fighting still 1500 years later but if there had been no battle supposing they had all sat down and said look all of us are cousins anyway we are all related sit down get some uh, lahamandi sit down here and let us talk about this thing and sort it out yeah what what, what is the what's the big problem you got a, you got an issue i got an issue let's figure it out if they had done that in theory it was possible it didn't happen it's a different matter but was it possible yes it was possible so we are not going into why this happened why did they do that that's not our problem i am saying every generation has that option 
to say that if I am faced with a conflict, I will not allow to get it out of hand. I will learn adabul ikhtilaf. I will learn the etiquette of of uh, dissent, and I will sit and we will talk like civilized human beings, and we will come to a resolution. Every generation has this opportunity. So putting this blame and dumping it on the Sahaba and somebody saying, you know what, they they did it, so we are not better than them. What? That's total, complete garbage. Anybody giving that argument is talking rubbish. As I said, we are not criticizing. We are not talking about Sahaba. We are saying that somebody dumping this on them and saying, well, you know, even they did, so I I can also do. No, 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 no. Sorry, that doesn't work. The only one who is without mistake, the only one who is who is free and protected, masum and mahfuz, is sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Everybody else can make a mistake. So somebody made a mistake. Sure, that doesn't mean that you should make same mistake because they made it. No. So please, let us get this into our understanding very clearly. That we were sent into this world to teach the world how to live, not to compromise that and make excuses. That's not our job. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to. Help us to understand this deen and to live by this deen and to implement this deen and to make this deen a beautiful example for the rest of the world. Inshallah. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa sallallahu alaihi wasallam.